Yankees. Okay. <laughs> All well, right. We, we go live. And what are we, Brad? How you doing? We're Fat Fish, baby. I'm Brad Cocktails Grunberg, and that is Eric oh, yeah. Schneider. Bring me in, baby. Guy. I were out last week, man. You know, a little under the weather, been, uh, but uh, I missed you. I did. I missed you too, buddy. Uh, you know, you're feeling good. You look good, man. The hairpiece looks fantastic. Man, God. I'm not only, uh, I don't only own the hair club for men. I'm a member. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Look at the teeth look good too. My gosh. I look good, man. A nice shirt. Are those, real? Are those I, your real teeth? You don't know about real teeth. <laughs> look at my teeth. Yeah. How about your teeth? Are you at the uh, yeah. Smile Club yet? Are you going in there for? Oh, of course. Yeah, I got. I got. No, I, I use the uh, Crest white strips. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yes. You know, you, as you get older, have you noticed that yeah. you get older, you lose hair on top of your head, but you grow it in your nose and your ears? Have you ever noticed that? I do. I do. I do. You know, you know, people have told me I should get uh, maybe some uh, plugs. You know, maybe some plugs. Where do they take that hair from? Uh, you know, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not like you, Sasquatch, you know, they can't take uh, from my body, but maybe, you know, by my tush, you know, those kind of hairs and they put them on, on your head. I don't know. I just, I'm I just thinking, I, I, how do they do that? They take, I don't know, but I don't know. You know what? You grow old, you know, everybody grows, it's, you know, father time. I mean, it's all part of life, right? Look at that. Ooh, that was good. I like that move. I like that move with a little, a little, a little yeah, I like that when you, when you go to the eyebrows. So good to good. see you. It's so good to be outside. Gorgeous yeah. weather here in Vegas. I'm going to say 80 degrees, no wind. You hear the oh. birds chirping. What's it like I by guess. you guys? You guys had a lot of rain this wintertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we had a lot Thunder. of rain. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it, it's, it is what it is. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, we have enough water now. But who knows? We're always in a drought. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. But thank God, you know, these tornadoes, you see what's going on. Oh, my goodness. My heart goes out to all those people. Yeah, just, we, uh, we wish them the best. Yeah, you know, when it seems like it's windy in Las Vegas, it carries on uh, across the nation. My wife will go, well, we got gale force winds here. I go, yeah, we probably should hit Oklahoma by tomorrow or, or the next day. And we've what had... Are you a weather, what are you, a weatherman now? Is that what you've come become? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a guy. Uh, yeah, I had a, I had a buddy of mine. We call him Zippy, right? His nose is so big. And I was getting ready to go to San Diego. So I go, Zippy, go outside and sniff the weather. I go, why? Let's see what it's like in San Diego. He walks outside and goes... 75 in marine layer. <laughs> oh, wow. Zippy so, is his name? Zippy? Zippy, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's Tony Zipparelli, but we call him Zippy. You know, everyone's got a Zippy, a Scoochie, Fish, Grunny. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Our, we, our culture is about nicknames. It's, and you earn your nickname. You earn right. it. You know? I agree. Can I ask you something? Because you're an aficionado uh, big time. You're the, the Brad Grumberg's favorite sports, the NBA but again, it's got himself. It's got itself in a tailspin of controversy. The Dallas Mavericks rested five guys in a game they had to win to make the playoffs, and the NBA has always had that illusion of tanking. Here's a problem I have: Why do they call guys sitting or playing called load management? I thought load management is something that you've been on porno sets before. That yes. load management for Jeremy. Parents are very Brad proud of me. Uh, homes. What, is low, what does that mean? What is what what does load management mean? It's a porn star term, but they use it in the NBA. It's like, I, I guess, what are you managing the load that you have on your team? I don't get. I'm no seriously. They call it load. Yeah, I've, I've ne yeah I've never heard that term ever. 
I never knew what millennials were or entitlement until I got out older. But <laughs> but you know, you don't need that in the NBA. We're heading into the playoffs. The Lakers made the play in. Did the did the did the Warriors make it? Your boy? Uh they made it, baby. Let me tell you something. Steve Kerr, did you see how many points they scored last night? 152, baby. Momentum, momentum, momentum. It's all about momentum in life going into the playoffs. And uh, you know, it's gonna I think it's gonna be a great uh, a great NBA uh, final. Whoever gets there, it's going to be fantastic. I just, I, I'm just so excited. I know you are. You, and I know you love, I know your passion for the sport. I know that you played, you know, in, in high school. And you, and you, and, oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me stop you right there. I, yeah, I rode the bench. I was at a 12. I was number 13. But did you make the team? Did you make the team? I made the team, man. I was a great three pointer. I mean, but there was no three pointer. The year after high school, they put the three pointer in. So I missed it by a year, but uh, they no. Use yeah. you. They didn't use you as a kind of guy, seriously, to, to, to kind of like drive the key because you're big and yeah, you can get yeah. the foul. And then, you know, I am? And, I'm big. I, I, I heard what they big did. Boned. And, big boned. Well, not big bone, but I heard when you were at University High School, under the basket, when you had the ball, they had a, 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 a big thing of donuts. So you saw the donuts. <laughs> you went right for that big, <laughs> did the crossover step. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, oh, let me man. tell you something. Yeah, whatever works, man. Whatever works. But no, I I had a great time. Uh, coach Tom Anderson was my coach, and you know what? You know, there's always a guy that makes the team as a crowd favorite. You know, and I was kind of like that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, was I the best player? No, but I could hit the three. And you know, the guy that when you know the last guy on the bench, they want to see him hit a shot. You know, it's garbage time, and they put me in. I was that guy. That's who I was. And, you know, they'd always cheer for me to hit like a, you know, a long range jumper. And uh, I usually did, man. I, usually, I had a couple of, and I had a couple of great moments, but uh, I was, it's funny. These two cheerleaders, um, it was so funny. I, I was, I had a, my letterman's jacket and on the back, I had a picture of me made of me sitting on the bench. Okay. So I always wanted to eat lunch on the bench. So the cheerleaders made me lunch and they gave it to me on the bench. And I started munching a sandwich during a game. It was absolutely hilarious. People were going crazy. And uh, I just goofed on everybody. I have a good time. I was just blessed to be on the team. I love the sport. So, you know, we weren't that good. But uh, you know what? It's all about the journey and having a good time. And uh, I had such a good time on my, uh, on my high school basketball team. Sure. Yeah, you were the guy too. I, I I know you see it sometimes, and I thought put Grunny in because you're up by 30 points on Sam Mo High, and right. you go in there and hit that three, and the whole team, even the other team, comes and congratulates you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. I yeah. think exactly right. The, you know, and and of course it's like the old Happy Days episode when you know uh, you know Richie and Potsy and Ralph, and then they called Potsy and he had his clothes under his his warmups because he goes, yes. Coach, I never play. Go put your uniform on. Weber. And so it's no, I had my uniform on, but uh, but it was great because I got to play when everybody got bad grades. All the great players on our team got bad <laughs> grades. So I moved up. I don't even know how I got good grades, but uh, I, I did. So I got to play that way too. Uh, are you are you making a racial thing here? Are you saying because of your I didn't say that I no, no. My my cousin Steve Schwartz, he got bad grades too, and he's a white Jewish guy. So uh no, no racial stuff. Ew. We all bleed the same color, fish. Red, baby, red. red. God, it's so good red. to see you. It's so good. You know, um, 
you have a social circle. Everyone's got a social circle, their inner circle. Mm-hmm. The, the mafia calls them crews. And I have mine. And I just gave nice. Brad Grumberg a button. You know, mine consists of a certain amount of guys that are in my crew. These are guys you take right. bullets from. And this is the kind of guy I know we always, I'm, I love using this word, pay homage to each other. But, you know, you get a guy like this in your life that I guarantee you this. When he hit that three-pointer, right, and because of hitting three points, you got two free tacos at Jack in the Box, he gave his up so the rest of the team can get more tacos. I swear to God. It was that. You're, the, you're that kind of guy. And we're going to bring a girl on. Hopefully shows up, this lady. Yeah. So- oh, this is one of my, my favorite people in the world. Uh, and uh, she, never, she never does this. She, I do another podcast called How to Start. And I'll tell you how uh, our, uh, our friendship started way back when, a couple of years ago. And uh, she's the best. She, and she, I had to really beg her to do this because she's so humble. She doesn't talk about her life. But she's such a great person, Lauren Francesca. So we're waiting for her to come on. Um, sure. How was work last night, by the way? Good. Good night last night. Very good yeah. night last night. Oh, nice. I, I was a little, you know, I, I don't usually work Sundays, but uh, I picked up an extra shift and they covered me when I was out. And it's eight, it's, it's Easter Sunday, so you don't know what to uh, expect. But I had some great people. I had a guy in last night. Imagine an Hispanic Matt Dillon, the actor Matt Dillon from, yeah. you know, from Crash and you know, from Flamingo Kid. And yeah. the guy speaks broken English. But the guy was the most uh, 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 had such energy and was fun. And he's gambling, but every time he would go, he would go, "Patos locos forever." Si, aquí, patos locos forever. And I said, I walk up to him and I go, "Hey, ese, patos locos forever, dieciocho, blood in, blood out." You know, and he just he, he shit himself because, um, you know, oh, that, oh. That, did he I, tip I, you? Did he tip you? It's it's not how you bartend; it's how you connect with people, and that's what we want to do on this show. Um, before yeah, we get, we, our have game, to get we, we have to get rid of you. We have to get rid of you. What? Get rid, uh, <laughs> get rid of the fish, man. Hey, so, fish. Uh, so did the guy tip you? Did the Matt, uh, oh, yeah. Hispanic Matt, Matt Damon tip you? Okay. He was playing dollar blackjack, and you know, the, the, you could play up to $100, $100 a hand. And he, wow. He, he was, he had a, an interesting thing. He'd get, he'd get a blackjack or close to a blackjack. If he hit, then he would let it ride, which means double the hand. And then he would go back to just playing regular and take the bet down. So, he had a neat way of building himself up to 500 bucks, cashing out, you know. Um, oh, it's not just poker? It's oh, black. We have poker. What? We have Kino. Um, actually, to tell you the truth. Um, really? This, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about Chuck's Tavern in North Dakota. Oh, my God. Great place. Yeah. Everybody there is fantastic except this bartender fish. He right. is, you know, he just keeps talking and talking. But it's great food. Great cocktails. Oh, my goodness. I brought so many. How many? I, I've been there, what, 10 times? It's so good, man. It's so, so good. Yeah, actually, to tell you the truth, thank you so much. When you don't show up, <laughs> the, manager goes, the manager comes to Jim. The guy who does all the ordering says, what? Is Brad on hiatus? <laughs> 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 yeah. I love it. And Brad, well, Brad's, got the old, Brad's got the old Vegas in him. And... Um, for example, he came up to Vegas and we hadn't seen each other. And we were, we're, we're trying to put a project together about a nightclub. And Brad's walking around just throwing 20s to hold the whole staff. This is something that's done in old school Vegas, you know. And, hey, how you, how you doing? I'm Brad. Oh, hi, I'm Neanderth. Here's a 20, you know. And uh, just, you, that, know, you learn a lot about people's disposition by doing that. You know, okay, this, this is the guy you take. That's a Vegas thing to do. I don't know where you learn that. Maybe because you've been in the nightclub business and you've been in the um, – you know, working working in strip clubs that you just knew how to toke. 
how to do people. You know, a $20 bill is not what it used to be, but you know, it's people like, they just like, look at you. Like I went out with a friend of mine yesterday, two friends of mine, and uh, they both are uh, fighting cancer. One, one, you know, his cancer came back. So I took him out for his birthday and, and God bless him. He, he's the greatest guy. Uh, and he, um, it was great because the waitress was so nice to us. We sang happy birthday to him, all this stuff. And I gave her a 20 and then I gave the busboy a 20 and, and I'm not made of money, but you know what my, you know, how I learned this from my, my great uncle, he told me, you know what bully. He, he, I was, I was visiting him in San Francisco and he, he said, grab my checkbook. I go, all right. Cause how much you got? in there. Well, how much I got in there? I go, he goes, I got $2,862 and 30 cents. He goes, you know what, bully, you can't take it with you. I go, he goes, spread it out. If you can't don't. And then my grandma would tell me my best friend in the world said, don't be a drunken sailor, save your money for a rainy day. So I kind of have a balance there, you know, but you know what, if you give somebody a 20, I was a waiter for 20 years. And if somebody gave me a, a nice tip, oh my goodness, you know, that's, I love, I love, uh, you know, the wise guys, man. They, when Vegas was great is when the wise guys ran Vegas. I have to say now it's all corporate. They make you pay, you know, oh, you got to play one more hand of blackjack and we'll give you a, a, a $10 buffet. I'm like, what? Give them the buffet. They'll come back. Right. I mean, you know, all of it. you're a tipper too. Oh yeah. Well, you, you grow, I grew up and I've been in business so long. Uh, but you know, we have a, we have a young lady backstage that would great be a great bartender. You want to, you want to kind of like introduce this lady? Okay. Oh, she's all right. This is, this is, this, I mean, this is a get because she never talks about herself. She's one of my dear friends. She's an actress, a director, a social influencer, but she's got a heart of gold. I do a, a podcast with her called how to start for over four years. How about a nice fat fish welcome for Lauren Francesca? Oh, yes, there she is. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Hi Lauren. Hey. Seen you in a while. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for doing this. You know, I, uh, uh, I started to team up with your boy. Thank you for lending me your boy because I know how popular he is on your podcast. And He's your podcast. Great. I mean, I mean, I, I was invited on your podcast and then I got to compete with the Tom Sizemore's rest in peace and the Robert Carradine's and people that actually have a life. And you bring me on talking about hookers in a bar. I mean, I thought you had a family oriented show there, Brad. What's going on? You know? Well, let me explain to you with Lauren. We're all family friendly with you. My career's over. So, you know, basically that's where it lies. But, uh, you know, Lauren and I'll tell you how I met Lauren. Lauren and I met uh, many years ago. I used to do a um an online, um, uh, I would say, uh, you know, commercials and stuff, uh, little skits for a, a company called Get Dismissed. And basically Get Dismissed is uh, a company that uh, fights your uh, moving violations. Uh, you know, if you get a moving violation and Wait. she, yeah, well, I know no, you don't. You don't have our, our little spot. No, I have a oh, Lauren. Baby, you're my everything. I love you so much. You're amazing. I am? You make me so happy. I do? <laughs> I will never leave you for anything or anyone. Come here, Daddy. Come here, baby. What are you doing? Oh, no. What are you doing here? We gotta get out of here, little boy. You know this guy? Kind of. We have a real problem. We do? Yes. Oh, baby. I gotta go. You're gonna leave this for that. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to. Thanks. 
I'll text you. I just got dismissed by mini snacks. That's so up. Hey, can I? I gotta say one thing first. Two two questions for Lauren and yourself. How did you cast Tom Cruise to play the, the guy for Little Snacks? And then the second thing is, this is not only is this a class lady, but you're in a position, you're a method actor. You're in a position to throw that kiss in. If that was me, I'm going for the kiss. I'm sorry. Lauren, I mean, I don't even know. I, I mean, I had all these girls submit and I picked Lauren. And it was, the, it was the right thing to do because Lauren is a great actress. I mean, she, I asked her, what we, it was a lot of improv. We had a script. But she was incredible. And but as I got to know her, she has got the heart of gold. She's beautiful. She's talented. And she helps people. She's and also we all have something in common, the three of us. We loved our grandmas with all our all our hearts. So but how you been, Lauren? What's going on over there? I am great. Just had Easter yesterday. Um, yeah, excited to, to be on here. I want to take a trip to Vegas and, and visit your restaurant. Oh, come, everything's taken care of. Matter <laughs> of fact, when you come in, uh, they'll, they'll, we'll have a, we'll have a, we'll, it'll be a, the, the red carpet. So to let me know. And when you come in, we'll, we'll take care of you. You like seafood? Oh, I love seafood. Good, good. You, know, yeah. you got to take care of Lauren, man. She is something special. Um, so, you know, so we did that spot and uh, recently um, Lauren cast me in uh, a movie, a couple of movies that she has done. And let me tell you something, she is not only a great actress, she is an amazing director. And she took over this set and it was just, how are those movies coming along? I mean, you are amazing, Lauren. I mean, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. Lauren is a director. <laughs> she puts out all the fires on the set, okay? Wardrobe. I mean, she has people that do these jobs, but Lauren is, you know, she leads by example. And uh, I felt so secure on that set and she helped other actors. She helped people. Lauren, this is the business for you. And by the way, she she decided to be an actor. She had a 3.9 grade point average. She was going to go to medical school. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right, Lauren? <laughs> Three point nine to be an actor, and I'm glad she did because we never would have met. <laughs> do you do you have any regrets, Lauren? Do you have any regrets in life? No, uh, I don't have any. My my only regret is not uh, asking you if you still had that costume so I could use it in my movies. I do have it. I have it under my pillow. Let me tell you. Oh my goodness! We got a few videos like that. <laughs> I forgot about that outfit. What's your, uh, what's what's your passion more to do? Do you want to act or direct? Uh, because you know you got the face of an actress, but <laughs> I could just tell I, I I know you, so I know how creative you are. What's what's more of a passion for you? You know, it's just like different games. It, it's it's different lanes. I I love acting. I love being a character. Uh, when you direct, it's really cool because then you can kind of like you know, experiment with more people and, and see how the whole thing is formed rather than when you're an actor, you're just showing up and you can't control anything. And then when you're a director, you, you, you can't not control everything. So 
so it's a nice it's a nice uh it's an it's a nice mix i like doing both i truthfully i'd probably rather act in stuff but you know it's uh uh, now is the time to make your own projects, uh, you know, so that's why I started making my own stuff on YouTube. And I've just been doing it for so long that the natural, I guess, next progression would be to make features. It was funny that when I met Lauren, uh, we had this great time doing that spot. And then a year later, she called me and said, you know, uh, and I want to ask her this question. Why me? She could have picked anybody. She goes, I'm starting my own podcast called How to Start. And uh, I want you to be my wingman. I'm like, really? I go, okay. And Lauren got me into the whole podcast world. I didn't know anything about social media, podcasts, this cast. And she brought me in and she taught me everything. And I just want to thank you publicly. And, uh, and Lauren has so many great fans, Fish, okay? She has so many followers that love her and adore her. It's so amazing. And I know, I, I want to ask this question, Lauren. I know you, you're a very private person, but, um, you know, you, uh, I ask all beautiful girls this question and I know you're single, okay? Ready to mingle, as they say. And um, you, uh, you, oh, there's Annie. Um, you, uh, do you, are you like nice guys or bad boys? I like nice guys. I've had okay, bad good, boys. Good, good. <laughs> so fish, you're out. Okay. Anyway, uh, okay, uh, yeah, uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, Fish, you ask Lauren a question. I'm going to be right back. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. talked about being single. The dog started barking. I know. She was like, yeah. hurry up, get married. It's my grandmother speaking through her voice. Yeah. No, my, my, big, my big thing with you is, is passion for our grandmothers, is your passion for animals. Um, you know, we're all dog people, and we talk about, rescuing dogs and my wife and I rescue dogs and we have a rescue golden and we're going to do another one, but you have a special bond. Okay, Thank you. If you could just enlighten us, you told, you told a story when you were on another podcast I was on with you about, did you go to London to get a transplant for your dog? Can you, can you, can you oh, this is a great story. This is, this is a great story. Yeah. I love this my dog. Story about love. <laughs> yes, Lauren. Lauren has. A, can you tell us about George? How how George came into your life? About rescuing your dog, all that stuff. Yeah. So I was doing uh, a modeling segment on a morning network years ago, fifteen years ago, and this like CEO of like Frisky Cat or whatever who was going to be on the next segment comes up to me and he goes, "This is your dog." They were showing rescue dogs like during the Obama office of who would like who who Obama should adopt. Um, and then I was like, okay, I'm taking this dog, Obama. I'm sorry. He's, you can't have him. Um, <laughs> so I, I adopted him right after the show and it's been love ever since. Is George right there? Can you show us George? Yeah. He's right, right under the table. Oh, I love George. George is your oh, baby. That's like your first child, right? We all have dogs. I have Annie. What is your dog's name? I forgot. Uh, Molly. Molly. <laughs> Molly. I love it. Oh. Big golden. Oh, look at that. Oh, Big. my goodness. Look at that punum. Oh, look at those two punums. Oh, he my just got eye surgery, so he looks oh, a little. Okay. Oh. He should have a cone on him. Very bad that I let okay, him take that's it. All right. Oh, give her a kiss. Can you give her a kiss for us, Lauren? Give George a kiss. Oh, there we go. He's going to get lipstick on him. <laughs> he's, so, he's so sweet. Uh, 
He's the love of your life. Yes. Uh, he's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I mean, rescuing a dog, having a dog in your life changes your life, right? Right. Oh, Phil? yes. Definitely. Right yeah. I mean, people that don't like dogs run the other way, right? I mean, that. Like, yeah. And then I always ask them, do they sleep in your bed? I go, oh, how's this one, Fish? Lauren sleeps on a mattress because George can't get up on the bed. How's that? How did you know that? <laughs> I, I don't know. I heard it from somebody. Sure. <laughs> Lauren is an amazing person. She likes nice guys. So if you're a nice guy out there, hello, McFly, wake up. There's a nice girl but, looking for a nice guy. I don't think she has a problem. I don't think you have to be her agent. You don't have to be her agent now. She's on a podcast. We, have, we know what she looks like. We know. I'm more interested in what's, what's on the interior because you are what's called a social influencer. This is something that is so foreign to, to Brad and I, like the words millennial, entitlement, load management, these things didn't happen when we were younger. You have people to follow you because you inspire people. That's what I care about, you know? We've all had not seen nice-looking nice looking girls. I mean, I'm working in a nightclub and all that stuff like that. I tell you this, though, when you come to Shuck's Tavern, I'm closing the joint down just to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Lauren, no, I mean, seriously, what, what's it like? I mean, you have you you obviously have a following uh, on YouTube. T talk about your following. Talk about you know because when you have that, and people like to, to 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 what you do and the little quips you put out there, that means a lot to people. Okay, when when you could make them laugh and make them, you know, uh, entertain them. Kudos. Yeah. yeah. She does live. She does so much for her yeah. for her followers and her fans. Lauren's plate is full from she the, the moment she wakes up in the morning. She is unbelievable. She also has a doggy daycare. She watches dog. I mean, there's nothing Lauren doesn't do. She wears so many hats. And well, I got a, I got an idea for her just now. She used to ask her if she likes nice guys or bad guys. She likes nice guys. She used to have a daycare for bad guys and make them into nice guys. <laughs> that's a good that's a good course. Maybe I should sell it. Uh <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, think a, I don't think a bad guy ever changes, man. I, I, mean, I, I I've been doing social media for so long, Eric. It's just a, like second nature to me now. It's part of my life. It's just like wake up, do a live stream, you know, cook dinner, you know, all of that. Everything you do is great with your family, and I, you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit there and kiss your butt all day because <laughs> I'm more interested in the acting and directing and the that passion because that. We're gonna get we're gonna get that face in front of a feature film. That's exciting to me, you know. And to know that we knew you from the ground up, like this guy in the middle. All right. I mean, talk about a person. And we sound like we're all spooning each other on this podcast, but it's all about being good and being happy. And Brad, you're the most talented guy with the last name Grumberg. I've never I haven't met the rest of your family, but as far as yeah, Grumberg, I know that, that, that's for a reason. You should be hosting a game show. You should. <laughs> Why aren't you not hosting the games? Lauren, you by should the way, you should keep Dre McConnell's and the Joey Fatones and what's the bro, what's the girl's name that, that was uh oh god, what's what's the Scientologist that had the face work done? She's good. Get her out of there. You guys should be doing game shows. Matter I, of fact, I was I'm work reality, my friend Brad, she, you know, you would be perfect host for this show. She wants to do a show that's for dating over 40. And Brad, I think I think you need to hope we need to do. Wait a minute! I, I I think you got to hook us up. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'd love yeah. to do that. That's so, and by the way, Lauren knows so many people too. And everybody, hey, Lauren, hey, hey, Lauren have a Snickers bar. You changed, <laughs> <laughs> Lauren. I'm telling you, and by the way, Fish, you know, God bless, God rest your mom's soul. She's sweet, and your and your dad, Lauren, is so good to her parents. Oh my God, Lauren is the best daughter. She, I don't know how she has time in the day to do all of these things, but. Uh, I'm really excited because, by the way, um, Lauren and I are working on a project. It's a new movie uh, written by and it's going to be directed by Steve Haberman, who is Mel Brooks's uh, writer and right-hand guy for many years. And Steve uh, wrote this film called Slices, and it's a horror film. And uh, we're very excited about it. Right, Lauren? Yes, very excited. And Lauren is doing so much. You know, it's amazing. I just... Lauren has taken it and done all the things that need to be done to go out and uh, and raise the money and and just it's just amazing. She's I didn't even know how to do these films and Lauren's taught me so much. So I mean I'm so excited. We're gonna have a great time and we're looking for a big time actor to to be in it. Uh, not you, Fish. Fish, are you ever you want to be an actor too? What, what else do you want? To be? I would I would love to just get a part. Uh, just one line. I, if you ever, if you could write into slices, uh, a very not talented podcast host that's grovelling <laughs> over all his lines and groveling over Georgie and a girl, kill kill me while I'm doing my. Oh, podcast. we're gonna slice you up really fast. Let me tell you. Have your have your monster walk in and just slice my head off while I'm doing a podcast. Do everyone else a favor. <laughs> oh my god. No, I. You know what? As a bartender, I act every night. You have to. You fit all these people around. You got to act. This guy's the this gal. This guy. You know how it is. You know, everyone's got a different uh, attitude and, and, and uh, disposition. You got to work the room. So, yeah, if someone gave me an acting job, I, I probably could do it. I just want Lauren to direct me. Well, let me put it this way. You'll have to read for it. Uh, there's no way we're giving you anything. Yeah. Actually, if you do Captain Snacks again, let me take the Tom. Let me take the Tom Cruise role. Just you know, if, if we do that again, no, I'm taking no. your. Joe gets the part. I'm going to grab a kiss for You know why? Because I'm safe. I'm married. It's, it's called method acting, Brad. You you don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Lauren, so tell us some of the things you're working on uh, right now, some of the projects and uh, all that good stuff, other than our movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm most excited about our movie. It's so cool because, I mean, I saw you in, in so many Mel Brooks things. And then to to know that the writer of those movies is is going to do a project is so is so cool. Uh, and, you know, he's also uh, produced a ton of stuff with Mel and other people. He's very, very talented, a professor. He wrote a book that is based on one of Roger Corman's movies, which is, you know, in terms of filmmaking, my idol in film and filmmaking. So it's just, it's just really cool. So I'm excited about that one. There's a couple of other projects I am working on producing. I just acted in one. I can't say the name of it, but we're going to finish the rest of it. I think end of this month, which is cool because I wanted to dye my hair. I don't know if you guys notice I have like these roots and I was like, Oh no, I can't dye my hair. So it's, it's been a, it's been a Never um, that's, a method actor. Deal with... that's a method actor uh, fish <laughs> your hair i like it i like it I, uh, i'm doing a brand deal with bosley right now so that's been uh the what most... yeah. wait a minute i smell hair plugs for johnny cocktails <laughs> brad grunberg wait a minute that's great <laughs> yeah wow, you have a deal with bosley they're great 
they're amazing. I have this really cool red light hat. It's actually upstairs. I should have had it showed you guys, but it's just, if you put it on, it's like you get to sit and get the red light therapy on your scalp. So it's really cool. Wow. Nice plug. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Does, it, does it work on back hair? I, you know, probably, you, know, you, you could probably get a much thicker, you know, if you, if you need to do that method acting for a movie. I love it. That's so fun. Now, Lauren, let me ask you, we're going to ask a question that we ask on our show, not in show business. What was your first job ever as a kid back in the day, back in Queens, New York, when you were a little kid growing up, what was your first job ever? Well, my parents owned a dance and drama school. So I was working, I was working there since I was like 10 years old, probably, or even younger, I would just run around there helping my parents. But the first job, I think I actually made money. My sister booked me out as a costume character. Um, so I can't say which characters because, you know, I don't want to get them sued. But I would like I would wear these different costume outfits for a half hour and then I would dress up as like a Barbie for the second half hour and just like do hula hoops and birthday stuff. And I think I was like 14. And I remember I'm like standing like with my hula hoops and my costume. And then like these these guys were driving by and saying that I was like they they accused me of being like a uh I can't say the word of the name of the character, but like they were like they thought I was like a like a like they, it was just really weird. They were just weird, very strange because I had my hula hoops and everything, and it was just yeah. But it was fun. It was it was fun. Was I like really punch you? Does your parents still have that acting and drama studio and yes, dance school? Yes. Oh, yes. do they? What's it called? American Dance and Drama School. Great. So uh, we can send uh, some people uh, in the New York area to the school. Yeah, uh, that's great. Fantastic. So they can look that up, uh, Google it, and uh, and uh, they, they get a discount if they mentioned your name. Oh, sure. <laughs> Tell them. One free class. <laughs> All right. That's great. And Lauren's a great dancer, by the way, too. I've uh, I've seen her cut it up on the dance floor a couple of times, you know. That's yeah. so cool. Um, yeah, Brad, when are you, you going to get invited to another one of those parties? Come on. Oh, hey, Fish, you've been to Hollywood parties before? What do you think? Because you know, when you say dancer, it has a whole different meaning here in Las Vegas. That's not kind of dancing. I was at the That's world a, famous Hollywood Tropicana. You're, you're, no. you're asking me, Mom Saloon days? Come on. No. We, uh, Lauren and I, I took, now these parties are very hard to get into. And Jeff Franklin, the, uh, the amazing creator of uh, Full House and Fuller House, invited me. I don't even know how I got on the guest list to uh, his birthday parties and all of his parties. I got on that special VIP guest list and uh, I took one person. You were unavailable, Fish. I took Lauren Francesca and oh my, I mean, the Beach Boys were playing. John Stainless was playing, right, Lauren? Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray was playing. I mean, it was incredible. And Lauren is, I mean, we were just, he had this little uh, mini theater where in his house, this big estate in Beverly Hills. And it was incredible security everywhere. And Lauren Francesca is in her inner element, just dancing and so happy and free and just, oh, it's so cool to see you so happy and just, I mean, you are a good dancer. Of course, I joined you for a brief time, about 30 seconds, and then I sat right back down. I was exhausted. But God, everybody was there. Anybody and everybody was there. And uh, Lauren's like, oh my God, I always liked him and him. I mean, it was incredible. And everybody was so nice. And 
food was amazing. Of course, that's why I went. Lauren, you even had desserts that night, right? I was so good. Everything was just like super gourmet. (laughs) Really, really yummy. Lots of famous people everywhere. It's really cool. We want to thank Jeff Franklin. We love you, buddy. You're amazing. Let's have some more parties, right? (laughs) Let's do it. Fish, you ever have a party at your house? Yeah. at my backyard. Oh yeah, I have a nice, beautiful. There's always a party at my house, buddy. You know me, <laughs> always, twenty four seven. I have an open door like your house, probably. You come in, eat, drink, have fun. Yeah. Just don't bother me when I'm watching a Raiders play or something like that. You know, or if I'm watching a game that I got to bet on or something like that. Other than that, you know how I am. You know how I roll. I do know. It's, it's, so it's... lucky is 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 the fish man's mantra. Um. So Lauren, um. Is there a certain desire if you were to act in a film, a, a love, a romantic? I mean, you're doing slices is obviously going to be a horror film, but do you have the uh, desire. I mean, it's a stupid question, but I got to ask: Do you want to be a romantic lead? Do you want to do, do the whole gamut of everything, or um, yeah. do you see yourself in the genre of, of just okay? I'm going to be the you know the next uh, um, God. What's what's a, what's a scream? Oh, Courtney Cox does shit. So, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I love all types of everything. Um, you know, I, you know, thought I would just be doing comedy. So now it's cool. I mean, my parents, they they are like theatrically trained actors. They did a ton of Broadway. So I grew up, my dad would just like put me in the rainstorms and be like, you have to feel what this feels like. And I'm like, it's a hurricane and my Barbies are blowing away. So <laughs> I, I grew up like, you know, with actors on um, doing everything. In college, I did theater. Um, and then I started doing comedy and I just kind of like it, it hit and I started doing, you know, UCB and all the improv stuff. Cause I realized like, Oh, you know, this is how, if you, you know, want to do comedy, this is how you do it. So, I mean, I love doing everything. Uh, I think it's just a matter of like, you know, getting that right role. So yeah. that's what I've been doing, but I've done a lot of cool projects. A lot of stuff is out there. If you, if you Google me, which is, which is fun and my IMDB and all of that. Yeah, well, she's Googled yeah. after this, so that's and, and remember, the- remember, uh, fish, remember a 3.9 grade point average. That's where did you that, graduate from? What school? Uh, New York Tech, New York Tech. Nice, nice. That's the most impressive thing, really. You have that, you know, when you have that kind of uh, uh, whatchamacallit determination. I mean, I, I, I was a good student, I don't know about you, Brad, but I wasn't a great student, I didn't have the, the patience to sit there and study. You know, I just try to wing it, try to pay someone, you know, so I, I modeled my 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 uh, uh, my schooling after Jeff Spicoli. I just basically squeak by at the end. I squeak by in college. I squeak by in high school. I don't even know how I have diplomas hanging on the wall, but they don't say my grade point average. And, I, and you know, in, in other epi- uh, other uh, podcasts, I'll tell you some of the great stories about how I got through college. <laughs> I have no idea how it wasn't in the library. That's for sure. But, uh, but you know, that's the thing about Lauren. I mean, it's like she has beauty, she, but she has a big heart and she helps so many people. She's so humble. She never talks about the things she does for others. And uh, she never says, Oh, that's the other thing. She never says no. You know, people come to her all the time. Right, Lauren. And they ask you for this, they ask you for that. But Lauren is just a beautiful soul. Um, so let me ask you, Lauren, uh, is there anything we need to know about you that we don't know? 
uh, what's you know besides Brad, the movie. Brad, I think you know everything about me. I do. Even the things that like we can't say on live, Brad, you Brad, you pretty much I know. know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Brad, know. is there anything I forgot to share? <laughs> I know exactly. No, I mean you doing you, so much. Uh, but jump you know, in here. My phone is blowing up because you blew it, Brad. Oh, said, right. no one's. No. Call, you have no friends. What are you talking about, Fish? He says she can't say no. I know, I know. Lauren is a sweet and, and you know, you know, you know the, the bad guys out there that are texting me are saying, "What do you mean she can't say no?" You know. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go with the bag of Doritos. Our last see. bad fish podcast. You are a creeper, sir. You are a creeper. Oh, I'm not. Uh, I, I I just say want to throw this out, Lauren. This is something big. Anybody that's listening, Lauren is looking for some representation. Oh. Uh, yes, mm -hmm. she's looking for some new, some new blood, some new representation, uh, an agent that can get her where she deserves to go to some of these fantastic, fantastic sitcoms. Lauren is a great wing girl herself, and she delivers every time. And that's the beauty of you, Lauren. You deliver every time. It's not like, you know, oh, you know, you walk in, you know, these actors walk in, they. They just don't have, Lauren's a, a, a classically trained actress and in comedy too. I've tried to, you know, instill some of my funny in her and uh, she just, you know, she's just amazing. She delivers and she makes people laugh and she's just uh, the most uh, special person. And Lauren, I, I'm just so grateful that, to have you on the show and thank you. I mean, this has so been much. great. Where can people find you? I want uh, my Lauren, Lauren Francesca everywhere. I have so many social media accounts. It's really dangerous. Um, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. Right, yeah, right. everywhere. Brad, we got to hang out though and, and shoot some TikTok videos in that costume now that I remember it. <laughs> um, I need you. I, I have to schedule it this week. You're going to come over. I need you to wear that. <laughs> oh, God. Please I don't know. Look, look at I sweating. Look at him. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, Lord. I, I, I mean, I hope it still fits, but uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I have to say this. You know, I got in so. Oh my goodness, I don't even want to say this, but I, you know, there's something and I've talked about. This something called chubby chasers. Okay, I love you know, I love gay, I love straight, I love everybody. I don't care who you are and what you like, but. There are so many gay guys that saw me in that outfit that have been hitting on me on social. It's unbelievable. And I'm straight, but I'm like, so like, I'm kind of humbled in a lot of ways. Like, you like me? Why me? I mean, I'm just this fat guy. All right, maybe I got a little game with, you know, with the funny, but oh my God. Uh, but, you know, I just put that outfit on. I said, I got to do this. I wrote the bit. And and Joe uh, Joe Griffo said, "All right, get me a one too." And you know, it just it was great. Lauren, when you showed up on the set, the look on your face was, "What did I say yes to? What is going on here?" But thank you, Lauren. You know what? I don't know if I put on that outfit for anybody but you. I'd do it one more time. You should, Fish. I might sign it and give you the outfit. For your project, I'll I'll put the outfit on if I could be in a in a scene with her. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be a tent on me, but it'll be good. <laughs> I don't know how Vicky, your wife, married you. I mean, she's so out of your league, fish. I have no idea. You, you know, you're you know why? Because she couldn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> you stalked her, and she finally she finally tapped in. I love uh, it. 
and tap I, I outkick my coverage. I'm a lucky man, you know. Uh, but again, before we before we let her go, you know, like again, when you see a young kid like this, and and you see all the 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 way she touches people, that has to be brought out. That has to be said on a podcast because it's not only the pretty face. I don't give a shit about pretty faces. I give a shit about what's inside. A lot of girls are pretty, but they're bitches. You know, we dealt with that. And Lauren, Lauren, keep doing, keep doing what you're doing because you entertain people, and that's what it's all about. Amen. All I got. Amen. Yeah, Lauren, just keep being you. Don't let people change you. I know. I know. You know. I've always told you, just be who you are, and the loving, caring person you are, because that will get you far in the world. And uh, I can't wait to do our movie slices. We'll find a part for fish. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Lauren Francesca. Yay! And, uh, follow her, love her, and see her in the next movie that she's coming out with called Slices. And uh, it's going to be great. Lauren, thanks for being on the show. We hey, love you. Thanks for having me on, guys. You rock. All right. Thank you. Good seeing you. Good Bye, Lauren. Bye. That was fun. That was fun. All right, Fish. So, uh, what do you think? What do you think of that? Huh? Beautiful. I mean, you kissed her ass like crazy. You told her she was amazing 15 times. Yeah. I swear to yeah. And well, she I heard that, you know. Hey, let me finish. Yeah. She, she is. I'm not, I'm not upset. She is because I don't, I, you know, we could, we could sit there and pay homage to people, but that's just not, hate to use cliches. That's just not another pretty face. No, she, let me tell I, listen, I tell like it is. That's what our show is all about. Good and bad. And hey, more, Brad. Yeah. Can I, finish, can, I, can I finish my statement? Can I finish? Cut me off again? No. Uh, no, I'm just saying we tell it like it is. Right, Fish? Right? This is the last fat fish I'm going to do because my career is going down the tubes. Okay? With your fake teeth, your fake hair. Ooh, <laughs> do me a favor. Get no. rid of those Coke and bottles you, you wear on your face. Get what? rid of those Coke bottles. I, I can't. Those glasses I can't, are ridiculous. Yeah, you're, you're a handsome guy. There you go. Know. Every time you say that on the podcast, I'm I'm out of I I am allergic to contacts. I'm allergic to LASIK. I had to see, you know. So well, I got to lens crafters. Do something. Yeah. What? Get some. Get some like hip glasses. What are those things? Are that for Mr. Did Mr. Magoo will those to you? Mr. Magoo. These are not Coke bottle glasses. You schmuck. Oh my God. I love. I love this guy. Come but anyways, on, man. come on. Come on. You're a handsome guy. Get rid of the glasses. Okay. Listen, you're handsome. Look at that. Look at that. There you go. Hey, there you go. Look good. Wait, you need this angle or, or the one I use when I get booked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, your left side's better. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Turn to the left. Books. I'll tell you one about right. Lauren. Well, then, Lauren, man, when you see some of these videos, she, she, the, the, when she's scantily dressed, she does it to the point that you not only get aroused, but you get aroused by you listen to what she's saying and you don't look at her body. <laughs> oh my god! What do you mean? Oh my god! I'm I don't like, know. What are you talking this? about? Look at, look at, this is the biggest fan of our show. Okay. This is Pullman. Pullman. Who is this character? This guy's a great bartender in Las Vegas. He's a, he's oh, a right. this guy has great hair. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I like how he has the glasses on because he doesn't want to be seen. Look, yeah. he, has the, he has the glasses on. He doesn't want to be. Well, seen. he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> where does he? Uh, where does? Where does he? Uh, uh, Pullman. Where does he? Uh, uh, Pullman. Where do you work at in Vegas? I know it's competition for me. He works. Uh, he works at some place that the chicks have no teeth, but I can't. Oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. Yeah, he'll. Uh, you know everybody in Vegas, man. I love Vegas, God. but you know everyone in L.A. 
I mean, I know. this reporter happened is very, it all, very. It all started in mom's saloon, man. Oh, it did. It, it all did. started in mom's saloon. And by the way, I got a Blue Dogs Pub. Where is that? Where is that? What is that? Is that a yeah. Blue Dogs Pub? He's at Blue Dogs Pub. It's uh, yeah, where is where that? The, uh, <laughs> where the teeth don't meet the palate. Oh <laughs> God! Is it is it local? Is it uh, yeah, Anderson? Local. Is it where is it? He's on uh, he's on Trop and Pecos. Oh, cool! Yeah, so All right, he's actually on the east side of town, so it's not really close to to, to Shugs, but right. great, great bartender. Dude, dude's been around. Get free drinks and free food. Yeah, yeah. Just go to go go into uh, Blue Dogs and say, bring up. Uh, just say, mention Fat Fish Podcast, and Pomo take care of you. So, All right, All right. cool. I love hey, it. Few yeah. things, buddy. About uh, I'm I'm talking about I'm, I'm always around you. I think about entertainment, right? And I'm thinking about movies. I need you to give me a movie that is under the radar that you've loved, you've seen in your life. And I'll, I have one also that really touched you. And you said the performances are great. And it wasn't a, almost like an indie film that one, a film that would have won the Sundance Film Festival. You have one on you offhand. Mm -hmm. You want me to start? Why don't you start? Yeah. I saw a film in 1984. You know, you see a film and we'll bring up a film later when we do a tribute to this beautiful man coming up. Um, See a film and you and your buddies could always, you know, recite all the lines, all the good fellas, all uh, some food. I saw a film in 1984 called The Pope of Greenwich Village with Mickey oh. Rourke and Eric Roberts. And it's, it's about two guys that are waiters that just are, are, are tired of the of it and they decide to, to rob the wrong mob guy. That's all they got. Daryl Hannah's in it, Burt Young from the Rocky movies. I could watch that film. Actually, I think Geraldine Page won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. I could watch that movie a thousand times and never get bored. You got something like that? Uh, well, mine, uh, there's one movie that sticks out. I have, like, I mean, I love Stripes with Bill Murray. Oh. I loved, uh, you know, Rocky's my favorite of all time, you know, drama. But there's one movie that just I, I can watch all day, every day. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with John Candy and Steve Martin. I mean, it was incredible. And it was all about this guy named Del Griffith, who was, you know, he, he told everybody he was successful. He had all these friends. He loved his wife. And in the end, he had nowhere to go for Thanksgiving. And Steve Martin couldn't stand this guy. He met him on a, you know, he met him at, uh, at the airport, you know, and on the plane, you know, and every time he wanted to get away from this guy, he ended up having to get a hotel room because he lost his credit cards. And, and Del Griffith was so endearing. And John Candy is one of the greatest comic actors. He's my favorite comic actor of all time. And I got to work with him and I got to know him and he, I'll never forget him. And I learned so much. I've seen all his films. I mean, he was incredible in stripes, but plane trains and automobiles was absolutely incredible. That, uh, you know, in the hotel room. Oh, silence. You and I should re recreate that role. Tell people oh, that. that, tell that, people that, that I'm Steve Martin and Brad Grumberg is John Candy. <laughs> And they're in a bed, uh, you know, John Candy's John Candy, and they're in a, a small queen bed, and there's this awkward silence, and all of a sudden you hear this, you hear this scratching, right? And the look, and what he is, is Del Griffith is just scratching his balls, and the look on Steve Martin's face. <laughs> and then, and then uh, I guess 
they spooning. They were spooning. Wait, tell people they were spooning. They, they were woke spooning. up in the morning, and all of a sudden, Steve Martin is in front of him. John Candy's, um, you know, in, in, in near the rear, and he's like, and John and John Candy's like holding him, like like you know his his husband or wife, and all of a sudden, Steve Martin reacts like, "What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> And and yes, then the they sit, and then the give him the pillow give him the pillow. Uh, uh, I guess uh, he, uh, I guess the, who grabbed who? Was the candy grabbing Steve Martin? And he goes, candy grabbing Steve Martin. And then Steve Martin says, "What is that between my legs? Oh, it, it must be a pillow. That's not a pillow. Oh. oh my god!" And then they start talking football. Did you see the the Bears this week? And you know yeah, the awkward moment. But the great thing about that film, you brought up a great film, is that if we talked about this like in a past podcast, is the story of Del Griffith is one that is that it's a tearjerker. And you yeah. see, you see, you know, every movie has a theme. Field of Dreams, as you would think, is about a father and a son trying to reconnect. That's about a friendship that's developing. And I just that la- I don't want to give it away, but that last the last two minutes of that film, oh. everything you need to know about people, you know, the great John Hughes films, I'm thinking of Saint Elmo's Fire, that Sixteen Candles, this bre- oh. big one, Breakfast Club. I mean, it's too bad you weren't in any of those films. Oh. We're acting back. I can tell you stories where I was like, you know, like I meet big time people, and they go, "I wish you, I met you six months ago. I just did this film." And, oh, you would have been perfect, like Swingers. I met John Favreau, and I, I worked on a pilot with him. And he says, oh, man, you would have been one of my buddies. Oh, man. So life is really luck and timing, you know, being on that street corner, you know, and, and that opportunity arises. Sure. But, speaking, uh, about, speaking about life, uh, yeah. you know, life is about the people you meet in your life. Yep. In a tribute to a guy. We, we had a guy in our last podcast exactly two weeks ago today. That touched all of our lives. Touched you 30 years ago. Touched me for the entire 30 years. Um, this is Dave Brown. Okay. Oh, um, oh man. Dave, Dave passed away in his sleep a couple of days. As you, if, as you watch the tribute that we did, um, we're going to end this podcast. Brad, you say something, then I'm going to show a video, a little, a little because it's a, it's a video that we that we I that, that I found about his favorite movie and about what he liked to do. So if you have something to say about Dave. Because I'm I'm talked out. Yeah, I'm about him. My love for this man. You go. Well, basically, Dave was someone who touched people's lives wherever he went. When I met him, you know, 30 years ago, he was absolutely that happy-go-lucky guy. Was he the most handsome guy? No. Was he the most successful guy? No. But he loved his life. He loved his friends, and he loved his family. He was an incredible brother to his his little brother who was, had has down syndrome Polly Polly I mean and his parents and such a loving guy from Jersey you know and why God takes those those people so soon I'll never know but I just want to tell everybody Dave Brown touched my life in so many ways and I'm going to miss him every day you, and I'm going to think you, about him he'll be in my heart and uh about this you, day, you think that maybe God or Saint Peter needed to laugh more because what goes on in the world sometimes. So they brought him up there to say, Dave, you know, be oh. you. And it gives them, that gives them laughter. Dave was all about laughter. Uh, that's it. Everything about him was a joke, but he knew how to do it. Yeah. His favorite film was Goodfellas. So let me show you a compilation. And his favorite actor was Ray Liotta. Check this out.
million dollars. The city cops say five. No cops are going to get anything. Oh man, that's wonderful. Uh, him and Ray Liotta are laughing in heaven. I, I met Ray in the 20th Century Fox commissary and what a what amazing guy he is. And I I, I have a great story about him at a future uh, future podcast. But uh, but Dave, this is all about Dave. Dave, thank you. So Brad, do me a favor, take us out. And I'm going to put this moniker up here and take us out over this. And I want to let you know, man, that, you know, again, you're, you're in my social circle. You're one of the guys I take a bullet for. But this is the guy that started the whole thing as far as the crew. So here we go. Check that out. <laughs> I'm going to laugh like all those other guys. Oh, my goodness. Oh. That's Captain Fullcard. Brad, Thank I love you. you. We love you. Oh, my God. That's wonderful. Hey. Fish, we're, we've completed number six. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lauren Francesca. Thank you, uh, Eric Fishneider. And thank you, Big Dave Brown. We love you, Dave, and we'll never forget you. We'll see you next time on Fat Fish. Wow.